Hello and welcome back to Spotlight, a show where we dig deep into the archives to bring you HubSpot wisdom and knowledge. We talk at length about the power of HubSpot and its capabilities when optimised, but sometimes the theoretical isn't enough. That's why in today's episode we'll be looking back at two conversations that show the practical reality of HubSpot in the words of two enterprise-level business leaders. We'll be hearing from James Leavesley, former Chief Revenue Officer at Startup Tradecart, and Alistair Corsi, Chief Marketing Officer at Cognizum, as the pair discuss their experiences with the HubSpot CMS and CRM. Just to kick things off, could you just give uh, the listeners a bit about your background, your role, and, and what it is that Cognizant does as a business? Sure, yeah. So I'm um, specialised in um, working with SaaS um, scale-ups and startups. That's really my background. Um, and then previously to that, I guess I got my foundations in marketing from Thomson Reuters, so um, coming from a big corporate um, so I've kind of done both sides of the coin. And um, in terms of Cognizant and what we do, we're the world's leading end-to-end prospecting solution. So we are a SaaS product. Um, our sort of our big USP is the data that we provide. So we're the leading provider of compliant European B2B data and contact data. Um, that's sort of in an overview, the Cognizant side of things. But then recently we also acquired another um company into our portfolio called Mailtastic and they do something slightly different so they are an email signature management platform. So I've been, been in software for like probably 15 years now so uh, um, I started the social media management platform Crowd Control HQ which then morphed into uh, SoCrowd uh, which I exited um, last year and uh that was really when I kind of met Holly Bruce, uh, so a bit of a shout out to, to her. So she was the HubSpot guru within the team who, who really showed me the power of data, you know, and also the power of, of, of automation. <clears throat> so I, uh, and as you say, I haven't been with Tradecart that long. So joined at the end of last year to support the founder and CEO, uh, Alistair McCauley. So... Just in summary, Tradecart is a really simple to use app where both tradespeople and contractors can order the materials they need and get them delivered to site in under an hour. Uh, you know, we often call it a bit like Deliveroo, but for trade materials. And, um, you know, we're sort of the benefits really are sort of threefold. It's about saving tradespeople time, money, you know, and, and hassle. And just to give a bit of context, you know, there's about 650,000 tradespeople in the UK. And so obviously data is key. Uh, and so is automation, because you can imagine, you know, trying to uh, build a business where the target market is around 650,000 650, uh, kind of individual contacts. And and also Integration, you know, is is obviously critical with with our app and the and the data that we hold um, within it, which is obviously what we're here about to talk about today. So let's uh, move on to HubSpot then. Um, so you have been a HubSpot user for a while now. Um, how did it all start, and what's your journey been with uh, HubSpot? When I moved to Cognizant, um, we are users of Pardot, um, but I was very keen at the first opportunity to get HubSpot um, into play. 
as quickly as I could. And so um, one area I identified that could be a good candidate for that was our website, which we were currently hosting on Squarespace. Um, and it was so clunky, really unuser-friendly. We didn't have a landing page solution, so we were building landing pages within our website on Squarespace. Google was hating us, uh, slow. Yeah, it was just, it wasn't good. Um, and we didn't want to go back to WordPress, so um, HubSpot was was an option for us. And so um, investigated it further, and I think the CMS had come on quite a long way since I'd looked at it back at, at Duro when we were using it from the marketing side. Um, and that's why we ended up adopting it for Cognizant as well. And then for Mailtastic, we didn't have any marketing set up. It was back to sort of a Duro situation. So we've actually just, uh, we've got marketing and website um, for Mailtastic, so for HubSpot. So you've got, got history with HubSpot then, I guess, and I've seen what it's capable of achieving. Did, did Tradecart have HubSpot in place when you arrived or did you bring that to the to the party with you no no so <clears throat> they had um they put hubspot in yeah that's the crm of choice and um yeah which i think is the right the right one uh but but actually as most organizations they sort of start with the standard uh setup you know which is basically just an, an empty box and um and so it, it wasn't really uh, it wasn't really tailored to how the organization kind of needed to work and 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 hadn't been built to support you know actually the the growth and the scale of uh, of the organization yeah so um obviously <laughs> slightly teeing you up here in terms of the work we've done but uh <laughs> the solution to those issues then i mean from your perspective i, I mean obviously i can talk from our perspective about the work we've done with you and and the work that we do with other clients, but like you know, more interesting always to hear from from your side what you know what that work was like and and, and how you think those problems were solved. Yeah, so so I think uh, I mean it was probably probably distill it down to kind of three areas, maybe a fourth. Um, so yeah, the first was actually structuring HubSpot to represent you know the data that we have and and how we want to use it. Yeah, that was probably the num- the number one. The number two, which is obviously what we're here to talk about today, is the integration piece, so that the the trade cart app and the data it has and the and yeah, which is obviously the transaction history and things like that, w- was visible within HubSpot. Um, and then we wanted to build in automation to to enable us to create efficiencies in how we operate. You know that will then enable us to to scale. So I, I think those were the those were the three pieces that I was kind of looking for um, as a as a stage one. I think. So in terms of performance, then, um, so since having your website built on the HubSpot CMS, um, how has it been performing? Is is the website now helping you to achieve your marketing goals and targets a bit more than it did before? I guess it did because you, you know you said it was on Squarespace originally and it was really clunky, and I'm guessing the user experience wasn't great on it. So, uh, yeah, what's uh, what's uh, performance like now? Yeah, it's interesting one because I set two really clear goals, and that I kind of got the sign off from the, from the CEO to go and do this project. I said we'll get those page one Google rankings we've been working hard for if we do this and Google will stop hating us and we'll create a scalable website and system um, that 
as we grow, which we are doing, you know, we're adding people into the marketing team like monthly, really. Um, you know, this is this, and this will be the solution that fits that for us, um, and also bring our website up to like the 21st century and a SaaS product. So um, all of those things happened, but the, the one thing I was nervous about was we had always had a very strong content focused strategy, and I was nervous about losing any of that SEO equity we built up or any of the traffic um, along with that. But actually, the results went the other way. We doubled our monthly traffic in the first month of Go Live because our site speed was faster. We had a better user journey across the website. Um, just everything that we thought we would have been able to improve on, we had been able to. Um, and, and we actually claimed two new page one Google rankings. So it really did deliver for us on everything we'd set out to do. We'll probably come on to this a bit later, but but the, you know, as we started to look at how some of these things might might work, um, then we started to think about slightly different ways of working. And, you know, wouldn't it be good if, you know, and I think that was the that was the joy of kind of working with some of your team is that they're coming up with, oh, well, we could do it like this. And then and then I'm saying, uh, oh, you know, what about this? And actually, you know, if, if this could work, what about these things? And so, you know, it was quite a, it was a really in, uh, iterative process, but also the ideas weren't just coming from me, you know, they were obviously coming from your your team as well. So it meant that kind of had the best of both worlds. You know, I really understood Tradecart and what I thought we needed as a business. You'd obviously got all this experience with um, other clients and things that you've done before. So you're saying, oh, you know, well, actually, you know, so I think, the sharing of experiences both ways, you know, ends up being quite powerful. Yeah, it's, it's amazing how much, I guess, our, our client work um, sort of uh, cross-pollinates, I suppose, with, with other clients and we're able to kind of bring some of that experience to the table. But um, yeah, more and more so, I think we're, we're picking up uh, work with clients who have their own kind of proprietary tech or product, whether that's, you know, like yourselves with an app or kind of SaaS technology, SaaS products uh, or others. And they've got kind of really good, strong internal development teams focused on that product, but actually how do you kind of pull some of that data out so you can use it from a marketing perspective is, is often a bit that gets a little bit lost within that internal development roadmap. It's interesting because obviously when we've been going through this journey, I've then been putting my old hat on to think about, because we, we didn't actually have the, we didn't have the integration. So actually it, it most of that sat in our proprietary system and so actually I've sort of been thinking actually how powerful would that, you know, what bits of information would we have wanted to bring across to sort of trigger certain things based on activities or, or lack of activity that people are um, doing. So, um, you know, obviously hindsight's a great thing, but, uh, but you know, it, it's, but it's really important. I think, you know, this, this sort of project has sort of opened my eyes about the, the importance of getting that integration piece in as early as possible. Yeah, a lot of it though is, and and we find a lot of the work we do with HubSpot is around the kind of art of the possible. You know, there's a lot of stuff as as you alluded to that you just don't necessarily know is an option, uh, and and certainly a lot of people come to it with uh, the view that 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 this stuff could be an option, but it's going to be incredibly expensive to integrate some of this stuff and and have some of that automation. But uh, I think as we found with you guys, you can do that, and there's there's ways of doing it which are you know, offer offer pretty decent value for money, really. Yeah, you know, and I, I think I was, yeah, you know, I was quite surprised that actually, you know, the the sort of cost of doing this 
work you know was was reasonable you know and and then when you compare it to the value that we get you know it it then becomes a really a really good re- return on in, investment you know just in terms of you know a the visibility of what we see you know within the uh, within hubspot you know it's a kind of live view of what's happening with our prospects with our customers with our downloads with our with our orders you know plus the automation and, and and whatnot creates all the efficiencies so there's a huge amount of time saving and i think you know if i was if i was going to be trying to sell this to other clients you know i'd be i'd be kind of thinking you know actually how much time can you save through the automation and actually and the richness of data and the value that gives again you know you're you're going to be saving time somewhere whether it's in and someone in an operations role or someone in the finance role they're going to be collating this stuff so actually, if 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 actually the app and HubSpot integration can can do that, then there's one less thing for them to do. Which you know, in previous experience, I know just is is really time consuming. You know, when you're trying to pull these things together manually. So I, you know, as we know, HubSpot has an open API framework, and it's absolutely brilliant at integrating third party software. It's a big thing right now um, with HubSpot is the ability to connect all these different types of software to it. Um, I always find it quite interesting to hear how other businesses are connecting HubSpots to other platforms they use. Um, are you using the APIs at all at the moment? So the first use we'll have for that is actually going into our own product, Mailtastic. We're creating um, a free version of the tool and we want to be able to track, so it'll be self-serve completely, but track those signups Um through HubSpot, but get them signed up in the app. So the API will be the way in which we can, we're able to get those two communicating to each other, essentially. So that's um, going to be our first use for it, but it's all been set up. It was really easy to do. Um, we had a bit of help from clients first, actually, with from Chris. No, John. Um, <laughs> and that was great. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it, that will work really well for us. And it was a, a use case we had. But we also integrate it with Salesforce with Pardot. We use... Um, because on Cognizant, we're, we're sort of welded to part up for our for some of our marketing automation, but our CMS is HubSpot. Um, we have that form issue, which is like, how do we have a part up form or get the data into part up from HubSpot pages? So we use um, part up form handlers to enable us to connect both HubSpot and part up. So you can actually get kind of use both. You don't have to be one or the other, which we find really useful as well. Um, and then we use Zapier for any other integrations that we might need. You've been listening to Spotlight, a show where we dig deep into the PodSpot archives to bring you HubSpot wisdom and knowledge. If you enjoyed the show but want to hear more, you can listen to episodes 5 and 44 in full wherever you get your podcasts from.